Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn around. Look at what you see. Yeah, 6.32, the never-ending story. It is indeed the Gabba Rebuild, the Gabba Redevelopment. Get into that in just a second. Ben Davis with you. Summer breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Um, I've got about 90 minutes before we head to Adelaide for our first test coverage, day two. Uh, I will give you more detail about the Gabba and the review going into it, but basically the Premier, who's been sitting in Cabinet this whole time we've had the Olympics as a deputy premier, he knows exactly what's going on, who's across it all, has decided to say, I need to get across this all and figure out what's going on. Really? Come on. This is just face saving. This is about getting votes. It's about appeasing you. And what's it really going to find out that we don't already know? The Gabba needs to be rebuilt. The Gabba is going to cost a lot of money because guess what? Everything costs a lot of money now, but it is an investment into our future. Your future, your kids' future, your grandkids' future. Why? Well, it's an attraction here in Brisbane. It brings big events here. Yes, it'll be the Olympics and Paralympics in 32, but we're talking test matches and ensuring that the Gabba stays at the forefront of that. Concerts, uh, AFL, it brings people to town and it makes them spend money. It makes the economy go around. Tourism, accommodation, hospitality. (sighs) Actually, one man who knows all about this is sitting on the line now wondering, what the hell have I walked into? Never-ending stories and Gabba rebuilds. He's uh, Channel 7's, that's right, my colleague at Channel 7's Big Bash expert, has played for Australia, has played Big Bash, won titles. I speak none other than Brad Hodge. Hodgie, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Ben. Yeah, listen, I was thinking what have I walked into here when I was hearing that sort of ramble about the Gabba and politics and all sorts of things like that. I thought, shit, it's a bit too early for me. (laughs) But but, but here's the thing, and I tell you what, the moment I mention this, it it is a hot-button topic in this city because half are for it, half are against it. And it's a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. And it's, it's our money. It's taxpayers' money. And you know what, Hodgie? Your money too because Canberra is going to help pay for it. Just before we get into the cricket, can I just ask, from someone who's played at the Gabba, who's been downstairs in the playing sheds and that environment, but even now as a broadcaster, how do you see the Gabba compared to other stadiums? And I'm being told, and I can see it myself, it is not fit for purpose in 2024 and moving forward. What are your thoughts? Oh, like like most stadiums, they sort of grow out of vogue uh, after about 20 years, don't they? Um, I'm from Melbourne, born and bred, and I've seen the evolution of the MCG um, all the way from, you know, when I went to, went to watch cricket as a young kid in the 80s to, to what it is now. And I think you, you hit the nail right on the head talking about what, what it brings to the public. Um, and, and, and the MCG is an icon sitting in the middle of our city that attracts everything from football. You mentioned concerts. It's a great place to take your family. There's dining, there's restaurants, there's bars. It's a, 
it's it's it probably needs an upgrade. That's the honest opinion about the Gabba. Um, personally, it, it's I've got a lot of good memories there, but I've got a lot of bad memories there. Walking away <laughs> with a handful of ducks most time when I went there. So, if it's going to be revamped and, and make runs, then I'm all for it. But look, everyone has a love affair with their home ground. Um, people have shared a lot of memories and good memories um, when you go and watch either your your, your footy team. Um, or or Queensland cricket when a Sheffield Shield when they so put nine hundred on Victoria, yeah, no, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, well. look, I can't <laughs> quite remember when you got nine hundred. I fell asleep after about four hundred, I reckon. So, um, <laughs> yeah, look, things like that. And and but you know what? Like if you don't evolve, um, you get caught behind. So. Um, yeah, we've we've broadcasted and watched some games over at Perth Stadium, and yeah, you know, they put on a fantastic show, the light show, and mm. yeah, you know, it just it's it's just the experience, and people want a little bit more out of the experience, the entertainment side these days, the expectation. Um, yeah, it's 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 a topical uh, it's a topical thing, no doubt about it. Um, not sure what a review's going to be done. It's like it's. It's got the tick of approval, right? It's going to happen. So It's going to happen. It's just it's what happened. And- it's whether it's a renovation yeah, or a right. knockdown and rebuild. Hey, Hodgie, what about tomorrow night? Carrara on the Gold Coast, the Brisbane Heat, their one win away from uh, hosting a Big Bash final. Yet the punters, yeah. the markets, everyone you talk to outside of Queensland uh, aren't really giving them a chance, aren't really – aren't really saying that they're the ones to beat for the title, yet they're the ones that have only lost one match all summer. Hey, interesting, isn't it? Um, look, I, I beg to differ. I reckon Queensland are absolutely one of the teams to beat. And I think that point is that everyone's been chasing um, the heat all along. And I've seen faultless cricket, actually. I think they've been outstanding there. Their batting unit's been really good. Their bowling unit's been good. And their fielding as well has been outstanding. So um, I think the package is actually there. Mitchell Swepson looks rejuvenated again this year after finishing really well last year. Kuhneman's bowling as well as he ever had and, you know, got some real confidence after playing for Australia. Xavier Bartlett, Michael Niso, look, the package is actually all there. Um I don't understand why the punters are a little bit nervous or don't think that they can get over the line. I think the only thing that would throw the Brisbane Heat off this track is the fact that they've got to go and play at, at the Gold Coast and haven't played a game there yet. So that's the only sort of one unknown in, in this recipe of success. Matt Renshaw getting released from the test squad, coming back to play for the Heat too. That's uh, that's a great move by Cricket Australia, getting the best players on the park playing. The one thing the Heat yeah. have to combat though is, I mean, well, Renners is coming back great, but they have they have lost Billings, they have lost Munro, and as much as it has been shared around this summer for Brisbane and not not relying on any one player, it does upset the. Uh, well, actually, does it upset the harmony and the balance when you bring someone like a, a Jimmy Pearson or a Maxi Bride in? From your experience as a player yeah, who's yeah who's been there, yeah, uh, it does a little bit. But you know, from what I saw from Max Bryant, um, he played a fantastic knock in the final last year, and he's going to have a similar opportunity this year. Um, what's his form like? Well, that's that's a question. Yeah, you know, same as Jimmy Pearson. But they're both pretty experienced BBL players now. Mm. Um, the timing of this is obviously not good. 
And it's something I think the competition has to look at when you start, you know, when you lose players right around finals time. It's not great. You wouldn't want Darcy Moore going off and playing for the Bangladesh uh, Football League, would you, on the height of the September? If you're a a Lions fan, you probably would. Don't worry about that. Maybe, correct. But, you know, that's that's the reality. So I think think that needs to be looked at and and a resolution in that space. but what I will say is that the bench strength to be able to mention those two players to come mm. in as replacement players is, is, is pretty impressive. So I think the list is actually quite good at the the heat. And um, he's a max winner. He's a he's a match winner, Max Bryan and, and Jimmy Pearson. He probably had the form of his life last year and can't get a game. So it's uh, that one's a mystery, but. Got some good players, that's for sure. Yeah, um, he'll be a guest, Jimmy Pearson, in the next hour on the program. So put that to him exactly really? how he feels. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, Hodgie, just so on that, um, the Sixers, what what threats do they pose? I was interested to see. They got that travel across from Perth, and that matched the Scorchers and Sixers uh, to see who was finishing in second spot at one of the all time classics in, in Big Bash. But yeah. the way the Sixers, actually, even both Perth. And Sydney, it almost like it was their grand final. They were celebrating, getting through. It was a tough ask in the West in that heat. Could they have? Could they be spent flying across the the country and 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 having to back up on Friday night? Yeah, well, quite possibly. We were actually flying myself and Alistair Nicholson, the flying and Ricky Ponting from the Gold Coast to Perth to call the game um, on Saturday night. Mm. And I must say, I'm not looking forward to that five-hour journey. So I can imagine that it's definitely taken its toll on the Sydney Sixers group um, with the amount of effort they put in. Speaking to Greg Shippard, um, he said that they hadn't had a great record over in Perth. In fact, they'd really struggled. So I think that's why you saw that that celebration, that excitement from the team that achieved something in their group, which was special. And that's dangerous. You've got to be watching out for that for sure. Yeah, all right. Um, their biggest threats, who who do we have to look out for as Heat fans? Who do they need to shut down on the gate, take oh, out of the game? Well, I think they're a pretty good they're a pretty good side. Um you've got to get early wickets, like any T twenty game. If you can get Josh Phillippe early and you put pressure on there and get your spinners into the game, then then you're right in the money. Um I think you've got a lot of variations in your attack, which is really good for mm against the Sydney Sixers. Um, they're a good, well-balanced side. They don't change their side. So it means that everyone's performing. It's going to be a tough challenge, but, you know, you need some courage and you're probably going to have to take down a couple of their quick bowlers because their spinners, like yours, are very good. Their economy rates are outstanding. So, you know, if I was coaching the side, if I was Wade Seckham, I'd be, I'd be urging the players to be pretty ultra-aggressive against the quicks. Against the quicks, yeah, because you've got the the you've got Steve O'Keefe, Todd Murphy, who've uh, come into uh, play. Socky has been absolutely yeah. killing it, exactly. Hey, Hodge, so have you, yeah, mate? I really, yeah, yep. I really appreciate your time this morning and uh, and going uh, a lap of the map with us from Perth to the Gabba to inside outside, and we'll uh, uh, catch the uh, commentary on seven, of course, uh, tomorrow night at Carrara. Welcome to God's country when you get here.